Are you tired of getting screwed because of the things you don't know how to do? Are you ready to do more and be more? Well, then get ready to reclaim your independence. Reclaim the knowledge that has been passed down through the generations that will make you more capable and a more confident individual in any situation. Get ready to become a Reclaimed American. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Reclaimed American Podcast. Your number one source for learning how to get shit done. So, I'm your host, Shad Turner. Welcome back for another weekly update of everything. This is episode 18, I believe. So that means 18 weeks of me coming to y'all on a weekly basis. 18 weeks of me spitting out my knowledge, my perspective. And hopefully all of you enjoying it and getting something out of it. So today's episode is going to be on patience. But before we get into that, it's time for the Baby T Chronicles. So if you remember last week's episode, the Baby T Chronicles is going to be a weekly update on our baby process. Right now we're nearing the end of week 10. And this week we only went to the ER once, and that was back on Saturday. So that's a good thing. The week nine, we actually went twice. But um, this time around, it was a major full-blown panic attack. And fortunately for that, uh, if you want to go that way, my wife is over at her mom's, and she started having this full-on panic attack. And she calls me, but I'm working in a, or at a customer's place out in Baytown, so I was like an hour, hour and 10 minutes away, and depending on traffic and everything. And I was literally, you know, up in a lift, you know, 30 something feet in the air. So I couldn't exactly rush home to her. But, um, fortunately one of our, one of their neighbors was home and he was able to take her down to the, to the hospital, um, that's local to my in-laws area. And they managed to get her calmed down, get everything under control. And I think she said as soon as they started injecting whatever into the IV to help calm her down, before they even pulled the needle out, she was already feeling it. And she's like, oh, that's good stuff. But um, anyways, so I finally show up right about the time they're ready to discharge her. And I mean, I was there all of five minutes, if that long. And, uh, so we hop in the car and basically I'm like, look, I know you want to be at your mom's because you want that support network. But the problem is you're not getting the support that you think you would have, or you're not getting the support that you expected. So rather than being there, let's just go back to the house where it's a lot more calm and we'll go from there. And so we've been here for almost a week now. And she had like little minor anxiety, but no full-blown attack that required going to the hospital. There's something to be said about being in one's home. Then this coming Monday, we go for our 11-week checkup, and hopefully we'll find out gender and all the other good stuff. And I'll let y'all know about that next week. Anyways, back into the show. So patience. Um, patience is defined as the capacity to accept delay trouble or suffering without getting upset so the question is 
do you have patience? I'm learning that uh, I thought I was a very patient person, but <laughs> my wife is definitely testing that theory. Um, there's been those times where one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, you know, I, I will have been asleep for like an hour or so. And she starts like pushing me, nudging me, babe, babe, go get me some cereal. Go make me this. Go make me that. And so, of course, I'm like, what? what? Shut up, woman. I'm, let me go back to sleep. But no, just kidding. I don't actually say that to her because that would probably um, get her backhand. But uh, so I, I get up. I go make her whatever. I come back to the bedroom, hand it to her. She takes one bite out of it. And she's like, there's not enough sugar in that. <sighs> really? All right. So I go back to the kitchen, put a little more sugar in it, bring it back. Oh, my God. Now there's too much sugar. Uh, eat half of it and fill it back up are you freaking kidding me all right fine so i eat half of it on the way back to the kitchen fill it back up with milk with cereal whatever then bring it back out bring it back to her and then okay yeah that's good so those are the the initial little things going on and it's fun um to an extent funny definitely depending on which side of the fence you're looking at it from but we're definitely learning what patience really is. Um, and I'm sure most of you probably heard the phrase, patience is a virtue, right? Well, you know, part of that statement is virtue, which is um, behavior showing, a high mor- uh, showing high moral standards. And by calling patience a virtue, it leads people to believe that the ability to... Um, to wait without agitation is an admirable quality. Um, one that sometimes my wife does not exhibit by any means. Um, like if you ever had to go and wait in line at the DMV to get your driver's license taken or you know, pick up the registration for your vehicle or anything. I go in there, I stand in line, I'm just like, do, 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 whatever, you know, maybe play it on my phone or whatever, or even back in the day before cell phones, you know, where you could play games and, and everything. I, I could just stand there and just wait, you know, because it's what you had to do. But my wife, she would be fidgeting the whole time. She'd be looking around, you know, staring at other people and like, oh my God, oh my God, look at that person over there. Oh my God, look at them. You know, and I'm like, bitch, you know. But she just she she lacks patience for sure, and th- so this will be a trying time for her, I'm sure. But um, but yeah, so patience. So the question is, are you a patient person? Some people have it, some people don't. And the beauty behind it is, you can learn to be a more patient person if you are not one already. From, from a website called Inc.com, they say, here are four ways to be the patient person you never thought you could be. Item number one is make yourself wait. So the best way to practice patience is to make yourself wait and just don't freak out about things. And another thing is stop doing things that are not important. Not really sure where they're going with that one because whether... Okay, if you're doing things that are important, you tend to, time tends to just fly by. When you're doing things that aren't important, time can sometimes drag on unless you're doing something to keep your mind distracted, but then that takes you down another rabbit hole entirely, especially if you're one of those people that get on like Facebook videos and everything, 
or do you just go one video after another, after another, after another? Those things suck me in every single time and it's annoying as hell. But, you know, that's just something I've got to work on. Let's see. Be mindful of things that make you impatient. So what triggers you to not be a patient person? Try to figure those things out and work on it. And then, of course, relax and take deep breaths. Um, Yeah, so that's what they say anyhow. There's another website out there called wisebread.com, and they give a nice little 10 ways to stop being impatient and live life or and live a more satisfied life. So item number one is meditate daily. That one I can totally see because there's tons of successful people out there that that's one of the first things they do every morning is they'll take, you know, 10, 15 minutes, meditate, and just kind of try to center their mind and go from there. Another item is unpack huge tasks. So if there's lots of things that you've got to do, how can you break them down? Focus on the things you can control. That's one that trips up so many people in this world, especially with all the digital social media that's out there, is people stress the things that they have absolute no control over, like what cats do on the other side of the room. Little bastards. They like to play with things and knock shit over. One just did that, and that's what brought that one up. Uh, let's see. Ah, here you go. Don't react. Okay, I'm just going to leave that one where it was. Um, eat slowly. See, that's one thing that I have a hard time with. My wife, when she eats, she is probably one of the slowest people in the world, except for right now. Sometimes when she gets hangry, she will devour something. But unfortunately, then five minutes later, she's regretting it because when she eats fast, it screws her stomach up. But I'm one of those people. I've, I always ate a little bit fast ever since I was a kid. But then when you go into the military, you really learn how to scarf food down quickly. Especially, you know, going through boot camp, you have X amount of time to sit your butt down, eat your food, get up and get out. And so you learn to eat really, really fast. And, I've slowed down considerably from when we first got together, but I definitely, uh, I still need to work on that one a little bit. I still eat uh, quite quickly. Uh, let's see, another thing, it says sleep tight. All right, I'm, I'm going to have to actually open this article because that one just, I've got to see what they say about that. All right, so what they say with sleep tight is not getting enough good quality sleep keeps us on edge and makes us more susceptible to losing our cool. That is totally true, Um, especially with kids. One thing that I've discovered from our nieces, nephews, and even some friends of ours with kids is if the child does not get enough sleep, they are cranky as hell the next day. And they have absolutely no patience for the little things. So, definitely on that one. Now, another item is practice gratitude. Well, if you remember a few weeks back, I had an episode on gratitude and the gratitude gratitude challenge. So, yeah, that's, that's uh, nice. Since gratitude can improve our health, practice thankfulness to counter negative moods and impatience. Next thing, something isn't going your way, try to recall 
and be thankful for all the times things have gone right in the past. So there you go. Uh, number eight on this list is find a slow hobby. Um, let's see. Exercise your patience muscles with hobbies that build results over time. Knitting, painting, sculpture, and bonsai are relatively inexpensive ways to explore your creative side and build patience and mindfulness. Now, I will say that one thing as a kid that I used to do, uh, this is probably about third grade, fourth grade. No, 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 no. That was later than that. Um, let's go fifth grade. We lived in a neighborhood, and I had friends that lived right next door and right across the street from me. And most weekends, we would spend the night at each other's homes. And periodically, one thing we would do is we'd save up, you know, whether it was saving up lunch money, we saved our allowance, whatever. But we would go to the store, and we would buy model cars. And that would be like our Friday night project. We'd sit there in, you know, whoever's house, we'd go in our bedrooms, and we'd cut out all the little, uh, knock out and cut out all the little pieces for the cars, uh, use a little exacto knife that came with them because back then, you know, kids could actually handle an exacto knife without cutting their, their jugular. But we'd sit there with a the little exacto knife and we'd trim off the extra plastic here and there. We'd glue all the pieces together. And then once everything was dried, we'd start painting. And yeah, that was just one of those, one of those things we did as a kid. Um, I also enjoyed whittling. I believe I actually talked about that a couple of weeks ago too, where, um, you know, sometimes if you've got nothing better to do, but you want to be creative, just break out a knife and get a piece of wood and start carving it into something. Um, takes a very long time to do it right. And it, I don't know, it's just super relaxing. Let's see. Number nine, know when to hold them. It's easier to live with feelings of discomfort if you can convince yourself that it's for a good cause. When you get impatient, reconnect yourself with the motives that put you in the situation. If you think those motives are worthy enough, then try embracing the discomfort as a small price to pay for a larger reward. So think about this. Every year for... What, what was it? Black Friday that's right after uh, Thanksgiving. So every year for Black Friday, think about all those people that sit out in front of Best Buy. God only knows why someone would want to sit out in front of Walmart. But, you know, just big stores like that that typically will have super awesome deals for like the first three people through the door or something like that, right? And... You see these people out there, and I think to myself, there's no way in hell I would ever do that. Because, one, for me, I think it's ridiculous. But, two, I guess I don't have the patience for it. Uh, let's see. But then also, number 10 is know when to fold them. When possible, draw a clear boundary around chaotic situations and decide when it's time to call it quits. Knowing where the finish line is or what your limits are can help you better deal with challenges. Well, that's kind of true, too. You know, kind of like one of the things that my wife is into, she gets on Facebook Marketplace, and she tries to find us stuff, you know, things that we need for the house, things that she just really wants, things that are interesting. 
And she's actually done a pretty good job at finding us things here and there. And every now and then, there'll be that one item that she's just totally obsessed over. And she is just scouring the marketplace forever. And she'll contact all these people. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, sorry, we've already sold it. Or, oh, yeah, it's available, but I got, you know, we, we don't have the time to wait for you right now to come get it. So, you know, maybe we can reschedule for the weekend. And uh, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But sometimes, you know, there's those people that they have an item, they just posted it. And you're, it seems like you're waiting forever for them to reply to you and say whether they still have it or not. And sometimes they don't. So, you know, you just got to, all right, well, screw it, walk away. Or, oh, God, there's this one time we contacted someone. I forget what it is we wanted, but we told them, all right, sure, we can meet you wherever you want, and we'll pick it up. And they said, all right, sure, meet me here. So we go to that location, and we wait for, we're a little bit early, so we waited about 10, 15, 20 minutes, something like that. And the person never showed up. So then we contact them. And uh, actually, I think we were contacting the wife, and it was the husband that actually had whatever it was we were trying to get. And um, after we were waiting there for now about 30 minutes, we finally get a message back from the wife saying, oh, well, it's, it's my husband that's got it, and he's in the area. Here's his number. Contact him. So we contact the guy. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just leaving work now. I can be there in a few minutes. But, oh, you know what? I, I just remembered I need to go to the pharmacy and pick up a prescription before they close or some crap like that. And we're just like, and and he said it's going to be like an hour before he could get there. Could you wait? And, you know, we're like, dude, no. One, we drove from the other side of town to get here. Two, we've already been waiting here for half an hour. And you think we're going to wait another hour for your ass to show up so we can get whatever it was and then have to drive all the way back to our side of town? Sorry, but we had shit to do, so we had to let it go. So anyways, so there's a little bit about patience. Um, Good thing is, if you don't have it, it's an acquired skill. Some people say you can't learn it, but others say, yes, you can. It just takes a lot of time and effort. So... If you're an impatient person, find the things that really drive you nuts and put yourself in those situations. When you get good at not losing your shit over it, then you've acquired a little more patience. So that's going to be it for today. I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to listen to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to your uh, to podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to us. Leave us a rating and review. And also, don't forget to check out our, our uh, hosting check out our hosting company at heroesmediagroup.com. Not only are they hosting my show, but they're hosting, God, at least a dozen others, if not a few more. But they also do a lot more than just host podcasts. One, they help you to grow your show. They help you with anything that you need assistance with for the most part. And also, it's a good place to get uh, little news stories uh, off their off their main page there. So go check it out. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to me on Facebook at Reclaimed American. 
and also on Instagram at Reclaimed American. And if you really feel motivated, head over to our website, reclaimedamerican.us, where you can sign up for our mailing list, which I've yet to actually get that up and running, but the subscribe feature is there. So go ahead and like it, subscribe it, whatever whatever the hell the little thing says to do, and we can go from there. But thanks for stopping by, thanks for listening, and I'll see y'all next time. Thank you for listening to the Reclaimed American Podcast. If you're ready to do more and be more, start by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Play. Then join our community on Facebook and Instagram at Reclaimed American, and join us over on our website at reclaimedamerican.us.